Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Chasing the Whimsy. I am your host, Ben. Yes, everybody, this is a Whimsy Live, but it will also be episode 39 of Chasing the Whimsy proper. Um, trying something a little bit different and new today. Kind of. I mean, we've done it a little bit before in the past. Um, so this is... Uh, Today's topic, um, like it's it's gonna be crazy. When I, I wrote it out earlier, I thought I was gonna keep it to like a half hour, forty five minutes. But then as I was writing it out, I don't know. We'll see what happens. All right. So, um, I we are live streaming. Um, I do the whimsy lives on Saturdays and Mondays. This week is gonna be um, like a combination of the two so we're recording live but this is actually going to go out for the recording that comes out on monday for chasing the whimsy episode 39 um i got some notes written down um so i posted on uh on everybody's texts on the socials um although this is whimsy live and most of the whimsy lives um show up on youtube at the end of this episode or when the stream ends, you'll never see it again. It's not going to go public. So what we're trying, to, what I was thinking about is um, for those of you who list, are listening to this on Monday or Tuesday, right? And you're like, oh, I like the live streams. I would go back and watch live streams. Um, you're not going to find this episode. So a couple of things that we're going to start, start trying out is... If I do a whimsy live combo into the Monday episode, um, then that whimsy live will not go public. Now, what I would like to, uh, so this week's call to action. Uh, last week was Jay Sarge, people subscribing to his YouTube channel. Huge success. Thank you, everybody. Um, I believe he, what is he at right now? Jay Sarge saw like 12 to 15 different subscribers um, in just the week. Um, he emailed me, said thank you. He appreciates it. He's glad. Um, he's, uh, if you guys listened to episode 37, uh, he, he got 12 new subscribers in the last week. And that's all thanks to you guys, um, you know, jumping in and um, helping him out. The couple of interesting things is um, he he's still he's he's caught up he's listened to everything he listened to 38 he is blown away with how much you guys um, your guys's reception of him like he he lost for words uh, it means a lot to him he wants him to thank everybody for uh, for liking him and and, and showing your guys his support um, in the chats. And I'll put it on the screen. Uh, so by all means, please continue to follow Jay Sarge. I think he just posted a new song um, that he forgot and left off of his most recent album. Um, so take a good look at that. Make sure you like and make some comments. Let him know that you guys, uh, um, I think it would even be fun if you guys just, uh, when you, if you listen to anything from Jay Sarge, just in the comments, just whimsy. Um, 
if you, obviously you can you know comment on the song itself, but um, yeah, if you, if it just pulls up real quick, it, it's it's weird because uh, I comment more now on people's YouTube channels and uh, videos, and I'm sorry about the glare, guys. Like I, I'm it's I'm winging it right now, but um, huge. Uh, I, I would consider the random call to action uh, for last week was a success. Um, he saw a noticeable increase in traffic, views, descriptions, and then all the great feedback from 37 and 38. This week's call to action um, is with the live stream. So this episode, again, will be out Monday. You guys are listening to this on your podcasts. This is episode 39. You're, you're hearing it. If you want to see it, what you have to do is you need to email me at whimsy at chasingthewhimsy.com. If you email me and say that you would like the live stream, what I'll do is I'll put you, uh, so my website has a, uh, uh, like an email list, right? Sarah's on it, like maybe like two, uh, I think other grandma, you might be on there. Um, but there's only like uh, there's, a, there's a handful of you guys. So every time I post a, a blog um, or a web comic, an email automatically goes out. So Sarah sees it one o'clock Wednesday night all the time that she, uh, the new web comic comes out. Um, hello, and Aprog. Um, if you want the live streams. Right, you're you're gonna get the episode, so you're not losing anything. But if you want to see the live stream, this one or any of the other ones that I'm gonna start holding back as exclusives, email me whimsy at chasingthewhimsy.com. Let me know that you would like the exclusives, and then what I'll do is probably I'm gonna be honest with you, probably Monday afternoon. I'll send out the email blast with the link for YouTube for the live stream. So it will not be public. It will be invite only. And the only way you can get the invite to see the live stream, the, the recording of the live stream, right, for the for the podcast on Monday, is to email me. Um, there are so many fun things coming up. Um, you guys are going to want to um, be on that list when new stuff starts coming out um maybe some blog stuff we're going oh there's a really fun idea with pics um that i'm working on so a lot of really fun stuff coming but this week's call to action is go on the website i think in the bottom corner there's a contact me thing email me there's a subscription um hold on i didn't pull it up for you guys let's look at this thing real quick so i know what the hell we're talking about um we're not doing a lot of business today just clearing up why you guys aren't getting um, the live stream after this ends. New tab. Okay. Um, you guys can comment if you guys like. This is going to be a regular episode, so I might not comment as much. I got a huge list of things to kind of talk about uh, for this week's topic. It's going to be a crazy one. Um, and it just got crazier. All right. So if we go to the very bottom of the chasingthewhimsy.com webpage, Okay, there's this subscription 
right here. Put your email address in it. Hit sign up. This is going to let you guys um, get all of the the exclusive live streams or any videos that I put up that are going to be exclusive um, and um, access to any of the blog updates, the web comics. So it's good. It's going to be something you're going to want. Um, sure. You get the live stream for, um, you know, you might not get the live stream, but you're like, oh, that's all right. Cause I can just listen to it on Monday. But as I start getting a little bit more crazy, um, I am budgeting for a new computer so I can start watching VHS um, content, right? I think we talked about it a little while ago. Why would you guys like to watch me watch old VHSs? And I'll give you guys the first one for free, but everything else after that, I might have to put behind the email wall, okay? I'm not charging for anything extra right now. Um, I am just starting you guys on this idea of exclusivity, and I don't know how to say that word, exclusive content, okay? You're not cheating you out of anything because you're still listening to this as a podcast on Monday. But there are going to be opportunities for views, uh, for more video stuff. Um, JJ's doing some amazing things. Oh, my gosh. So that's all I got for you guys. That's That's why we have live stream you'll never see it again unless you email me okay email me i'm trying to build that up a little bit and this starts to set um some precedent precedents um on um future projects uh if we do some kind of patreon or paywall or anything else you know getting in early i will always try to take care of all of you early supporters so obviously um i don't know exactly what that means yet but um, you know, maybe there's um, an early access fee. Uh, the rate the prices will come down if there's ever a subscription, but I think we're probably four or six months away from anything close to that. But I do want to start creating exclusive content based on your guys's interactions with the website, with me, um, emails, the website, whatever it is. Okay, so this week's episode, um, before we get into it, um not business, but some here's some fun updates going on, right? Um, Liam started uh, wrestling camp, not camp. I keep saying camp, wrestling club. Um, I think we're preparing for him to start going back up to the wrestling camp, the one that he took for the weekend. Um, he's doing a bunch of stuff with that. Um, I'm going to go deep dive with him this weekend um, and hopefully have some guys, some updates for you guys for the Monday live stream on, um, you know, all the cool stuff that Liam's been up to. Um, the wrestling club, three days a week, plus um, everything else that he does with the school and everything else. So he should have some really fun updates, um, and I'll be happy to bring all those to you guys on Monday and or next week's episode. So um, he's doing some really fun stuff. Um, what else is going on? Um, okay, I got some notes here. Episode Monday. JJ. So I mentioned earlier, JJ. Uh, so um, I'll have to put the link up again. Um, here it is. Okay. On SoundCloud, type in the search JJ Yellowstone. You're going to find this page here. Um, sorry for everybody who's listening to this on Monday. Um, 
again, this is why you guys got to email me so you guys can see a copy of this. So on SoundCloud, I've gone ahead and created JJ's. So it's soundcloud.com slash JJ-Yellowstone. Um, right now, JJ has his own podcast. It's not Chasing the Whimsy. It's not attached. It's not like an extra bonus of Chasing the Whimsy. It is JJ's Yellowstone. It's uh, the Avengers of Yellowstone. So right now, um, I've posted the first two uh, bedroom recordings that you guys have already heard on Chasing the Whimsy. Um, I will continue to post um, weekly. I think he wants Saturdays. I think he said Saturdays. So next Saturday, um, I'll post the third episode of uh, the bedroom, the bedroom stories, right? Um, what? Uh, so I had a crazy conversation with them, and you know, showed him that he has his own podcast now, and it's his. Whatever he wants to do with it, it's entirely up to him. So we were able to kind of talk about it a little bit and set some goals. Like, what do you, what does he want it to look like um, in, for his birthday or six months from now? And um, I told him, I'm like, it's a really good, I think, I think he's a fantastic storyteller, right? Um, but I didn't give him the reality that says the bedroom stories are fun and cute, but can only take him so far. So um, I talked to him for like 45 minutes, I think, probably, maybe like, like half an hour. Um, but he is excited, committed. Um, what we're going to do is use the the bedroom recordings as kind of a, uh, whatchamacallit, um, an outline. And what he's going to start doing is he's going to retell the adventures of Yellowstone. Um, so in episode one, and if you guys have listened to it, you have Yellowstone. He's on a farm. There's rain. There's an orb. He gets some powers. King comes down and was like, we got three trials for you. Takes him to the castle. And then he has to fight three beasts. 18 minutes long. What JJ agreed was it needs more details, right? Um, what do they grow on the farm? Um, hello. Oh, Andy, um, like, what do they grow on the farm? Um, is Yellowstone's name Yellowstone, or is is it something else? And that Yellowstone's a nickname. Um, where's the farm in conjunction to the castle? What's the name of the king? Is the king over just the village or the whole like the whole map? So JJ agreed, like he would like to. Um, take those first couple recordings that he has and use those as an outline and just expand. So what was 18 minutes could now be our, our 15 worth of stories. It's going to be the same. So whatever episode one was, chapter one is going to be the same stuff that he already said, but he's going to fill in all these extra gaps for you guys. So he can start to build this universe of his, um, you know, he likes the idea of being able to uh, describe the way things look, the way they sound, the way they smell, 
um, maybe giving a little bit more backstory to um, the brothers and the one sister. Um, so he's really excited. Um, I'm going to be uh, working with him um, on kind of creating um, these longer um, chapters, like probably keep them right around to um, 15 or 20 minute episodes. But what you'll see is those first five or six episodes are going to be chapter one. Um, so he's super excited about it. I'm super excited about it. Um, I don't want to get into too much more about some of the other ideas that we can do it, but um, it's it could almost be the equivalent. What he's doing, telling these stories, is the equivalent of an audiobook. Uh, so if any of you guys listen to audiobooks, um, anything like a fantasy or um, even like um, like true crime um, scenarios, like the things that they do now in audiobooks, um, like little sound effects in the background or something like that. Like there's a lot of really cool, fun opportunities um, to take JJ's amazing storytelling, expand the universe, and then add some, uh, sprinkle a little extra into those recordings to kind of really just make them pop. So um, JJ is super excited. I'm super excited. Uh, it's going to be a little bit of work, but um, it is what it is. Like, I like it. Um, I might try to push it back to, um, like, we're going to, we have to do some stuff. I got some stuff that we can keep putting out. So um, we'll just keep active, but like the, the new, the new adventures of Yellowstone, we will, uh, maybe I'll push it back to like an official release in May and start it off as the first um, whimsy summer camp podcast. So, um, people can actually hear how we're producing and creating these podcasts and see if we can get some more people interested. Um, last night, I fell down a rabbit hole. Uh, we had talked earlier last week about different types of merch that you guys would be interested in and a lot, a lot of stationery, a lot of notebooks, papers, notepads and stuff. Um, there is a chance, and I'll let you guys all know, but there's a 72-hour, like, uh, approval phase that I need to get. Um, basically, there may or may not be a 100-page Chase in the Whimsy notebook going to be available soon. Um, I, you know, worked on uh, the cover, the inside, making it whimsy related. Um, you guys asked for stationery. You asked for notebooks, notepads. There is a very good chance that within the next 72 hours, you guys would be able to purchase um, a, an official Chase in the Whimsy notebook, um, lined paper. Um, so I'll keep you guys updated on that. There are technically two versions of the book, uh, that notebook coming out. And I don't know what I'm going to do with those yet. Um, I'm going to put them out. Um, I don't make a lot of money on them because I'm going to try to keep the price point a little bit low just to see how the whole process works a little bit. Um, hey, Bonnie! Um, I do need to, uh, uh, not a retraction, but a correction. Last time Bonnie was on, she had mentioned that sometimes it's hard for you know the kids and stuff 
And I said, because of family, it's because of the farm. They live up in the farm country. So um, if we go far enough back, nobody remembers that she yelled at me. She was like, it's not family. It's the farm. Everybody's busy on the farm in the summers. So um, at which point I'd say that's even better for a Wisconsin-based 20-minute weekly podcast about what we did on the farm this week. So, but it, it is family, but it's also the farm they're they're tending to. Um, but yeah, the stationary stuff. Now, if this all works out um, and I can get these things bound and published, um, crazy ideas I have coming out. Like, oh, I can't tell you. It's good, but um, I'm... We talked about it, I think, last week a little bit, where it's like, um, I got it. We're, we're decompressing from 37, but I don't know how to decompress because all I'm thinking about is what is the next big project. Um, and it's going to be some kind of book that might be uh, created and published. And there may be a ARG with regards to picks. And I think if I do it right, should be perfect for or one year. Because um, I want to make sure that they're really, really good. And um, I want to make sure everything looks nice and pretty. So you, uh, give me about 72 hours. Check your um, your socials. Uh, make sure you're subscribed um, and following. And as soon as I get the confirmation that the two notebooks are out and ready for purchase, um, I'll make sure that links are put out so you guys can look. Um, I think one's like $6.99 and one's like $9.99. Um, it's the difference between color, not color. So um, and just, I'm excited for you guys to see it. Listening to uh, Brian Johnson, one of the conversations that we had with Brian Johnson, one of the questions was, how do you write something that is less than like I've ever, like write topics that aren't popular right and his thing was like he just writes for what he likes and his audience will find it find it um so with that idea we talked about it a while ago 2012 13ish 14ish um i was real big into this short story series that i was writing um, a series of uh, short stories that all branched into one bigger story. Um, I sent Sarah a, an idea to do with that. Um, and if she comes back on or hears this, maybe she can tell me what she thought about it without giving too much of it away. Other grandma technically has a copy of it. Um, so she's read all 10 short stories, but there is a chance that... Um, I'm just going to suck it up. And if you guys like it, great. If not, you know, it's, it's not your, your thing. Then it is, it is what it is. Like there's more than enough stuff going on here at whimsy that we'll find something that you like. Um, but it's an old passion project that goes back almost 12 years. Um, and I got self-conscious about it and eventually it was just like, I don't want to, I, I don't want people to like not like it. It's a weird subject matter. Um, like 
if I tried to explain it, it comes across like defending slash really weird. But I, I think I'm going to find a way to get those short stories out to everybody and it made kind of a fun and unique-ish way. Uh, so yeah, there should be some really cool stuff with some short stories. All right, that is all I got for some of those updates. So a lot of the updates, content uh, with JJ, um, stationary, because per your guys' request, and um, me continuing with my like uber confidence, and I'm going to start putting out stuff that I was self-conscious about 12 years ago. So today's episode, all right, uh, I think is, I, I, I can play with the name a little bit. I don't know if I like old man is a junkie, but it kind of fits. Um, what was it? Earlier this week, reflected a little bit about the the current status of, of where I'm at, like, in life um and just like I, like it's 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 weird because i've definitely been more energetic um definitely way more creative um the podcast is really fun it gives me a lot of oh man we do need a mascot for today son of a bitch what is today's mascot um what is today saturday the 17th Oh, 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 it could be, uh, it's going to follow today's theme. Okay, hold on, everybody. Here's the box. Hold on, everybody. Here's some more boxes. Okay, so you guys can see all these boxes, yes? Okay. Um, and there's two more. I'm gonna try and not break these. Okay, one. So this week, right? Topic: uh, Old Man the Junkie. What that means is, as I reflected over the last couple of weeks, couple of months, where I'm today. Um, trust me, there's like three more of these. They're so heavy. Today's mascot, these are all filled with sealed Pokemon trading card game booster packs. This box has one, two, three, four boxes that have 36 packs of cards in them. Each pack has 15 cards in them. This box has 10 more boxes. And then this box has 12 more. There's there's an ungodly amount of Pokemon trading card game on open packs. So um I'll explain to what that means in a little bit, but that's our mascot. Um, 10,000 cards sealed, never opened. So I look back and 
you know, I'm, so I reflect, right? Um, like 2023 was a fantastic year. 2024 is starting off fantastic. Like I, I don't have, there's not a lot of stuff like um, last year, Liam and I started the podcast. We're talking to family. We're, we're, we're starting a new adventure. We're recording stuff. We're coming up with ideas. We um, have episode 37. We talked to two reality TV stars and a guy who created our intro. Like, um, Liam's got real big into wrestling. So he's wrestling. He's he's winning awards um, wrestling. He's going to wrestling camp. He's going to wrestling club. He's doing um, uh, in the off season. He's practicing with the high school kids. He's going to the high school meets. Um, he's just like what I'm doing in podcasting, he's doing in wrestling. So like, it's crazy. Um, like there's so much engagement happening. Um, and I'm finding that with all of my ideas with the podcast, right? I'm coming up with like it, this, I'm constantly thinking of stuff and it's weird because what we've accomplished so far since starting this thing back in July, if I stopped creating anything, most people would still consider this a, for the most part, a very successful podcast in terms of consistency, um, you know, um, an interesting topic, um, interesting guests, uh, hosts are very interesting. Um, but for whatever reason, I just, I can't stop. Like I just need to keep creating and making stuff. Um, and like you got to like, so, uh, so I think about that. Right. So like we're all like, we're, everybody seems to, for the most part, fairly happy. Right. Um, now I do a lot of stuff with the podcast, right. I'm recording three days a week. And like, when I say it, when I said it out loud to myself, it hit me. I'm like, I am a crazy person. Like, what am I doing recording three days a week? And I don't care. I like, I'm, I like it. People are engaging with live streams. Um, we got eight people uh, watching right now. A lot of feedback. And it's that kind of feedback that's keeping me just pushing forward and just doing stuff, right? But um, like, I do, I do talk about the podcast, the ideas a lot. But um, at the same time, um, I still work the two jobs. So I'm, and I'm, for the most part, I think I'm killing it at, at work. Um, the day job, I'm applying, I, I, um, I'm working with my boss's boss in HR on coming up with, um, some ideas that I've taken from the podcast that way. So now I'm creating like opportunities for myself to more like just to shine, to be better at, at my, at my, at my job. Um, I'm doing stuff over there. Um, I'm, I'm fixing up the house. Like today, the reason why we're late, um, I just had the bathroom replaced, you know, there's some drama there, but I had a problem with uh, a leaky tub. So I was like, let's just replace the whole thing. 
okay, I, I don't know. Like, I just, I don't know how to stop and think. I just go, right? But um, I'm fixing up the house. We got the roof done. We got the backyard done. Um, you know, on the weekends, you know, we're hanging out with Sophie. We're playing with the blocks. We're playing in the backyard. Um, Liam comes over. We're hanging out. We podcast. We sometimes podcast. Like, but we're, we're, we're hanging out or we're just like, it, I, as much as I like to podcast, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm thinking and, you know, I guess, and that's part of the, the feedback I like from you guys is like, what do you guys see from me over the last couple of weeks, couple of months, right? Is, am I too much um, podcast? Do I need to calm down or just keep going, Ben, and tell you like, whatever. But am I, um, like, does it seem like I'm too much and I'm, I'm taking away from other areas? Because, but I don't, personally, I don't think I am, but I would be curious to see what, um, others think because I do want to because uh, I do stuff you know um, yes we went to you know Tuscon for the the podcast but we didn't podcast the whole time we were there we still did stuff we still go on like little trips and vacations um, um, we try to hang out in the in the yard and like all like on the weekends it's not all podcasts all the time it's if we want to great if not we'll find something else to do we go to the store um, you know, we do stuff. So, but I did think three podcasts a week. Um, the live streams go for an hour and a half. The regular Monday episodes an hour long. So it's like I'm podcasting, what four hours, five hours a week? Like that seems like so totally crazy. But I'm enjoying it. Um, I'm happy. Um, I just give me some feedback. Do you think my work life balance or my my podcast life balance is? balance or is it skewed one way or another um because i want to make sure it's balanced so um you know i'm curious to see your guys' feedback so knowing that now i'm like super excited about podcasting because i'm happy it's creative it's something that me and liam can share it's something that me and the family can share it's something that we can share with you guys um then i can take it to work and i can create other opportunities and opportunities and stuff at work so like I, I it it's and i don't know if it's like it's not so much like am i podcasting too much or am i just like overdoing it trying to create like too much at one time or like do i need to just stop talking about it until it actually starts like into like step three of nine so i podcast a lot i'm a junkie i'm like this is like because it's not even about the podcast. It's chasing the whimsy. It's like, what, what what would be fun for me? It's a webcomic. You know, it just happens to be tied to the to uh, the podcast only because I'm not smart enough to come up with the brand. Like, it's just, uh, I like the idea of coming up with stories. Um, Liam gave us some awesome feedback for, I just submitted three more scripts for the webcomics and they all came from Liam. Um, and they were, brilliant they're so funny they're fantastic um so like i'm doing a lot and it's just like when is too much or when is it enough enough so i'm thinking about it and i'm like i've always been like this like i've always been very addictive personality um i don't know exactly when it started um i'm pretty sure like um like 9 10 11 maybe i had like it was all about video games or 
or you know whatever like this this different like this kid stuff right but i started thinking about it and since i, I wrote, wrote since 16 every year since 16 i have been wildly addicted to something to the point where it became everything that i eat drink and sleep it became my life um so yeah we're just going to take a trip down memory lane of like all the random stuff that i used to get like super super hardcore about 16 um i have no idea what year that would have been um 83 83 and 16 is 99 so um i just got a job um at a fast food place and still going to school but now i got some extra money in my pocket um friends start getting cars they're able to drive so they drive i have money and then because i'm 16 like i don't know what to do like i like i've i've always had a very good concept of money but at the same time when you're 16 and you have the money if i don't have it set aside for something specific then you just blow it like nobody cares um but that first year 16 questionable things while at work to also find some extra money uh we'll talk about that in a different thing but ben has money friends with cars what do we do in the summer we go to the pool hall and we spent every day and they had like because so pool halls you have like the the quarter tables right so you put your quarters and but then you also have like the larger tables like towards the back that you can rent per hour. Um, and then circa 99, it was like like make three or four dollars an hour. Um, but we would go after we all woke up, so like noonish, get something to eat, and we would spend five to six hours in a random pool hall, two, three, six of us, and we would just play pool the entire day. They had sodas. We, we, you know, we pay for the, like the hour, and we would just play pool for hours, and that's all we did for the entire summer of sixteen. Um, we got into other shenanigans, but there was always a day that we, like, we always went and did something at the pool for a minute. Um, I wanted to not super addicted, but something that we did consistently and we did all the time. That's where I got my first taste. Um. I quit my job at 17 at said uh, fast food place. And one day we decided not to go to the pool hall. I'm like, let's go to the bowling alley. And then from then, that would have been circa 2000. The second I walked into the bowling alley, I was in love with everything. Um, there was a ex-girlfriend that used to work in the snack bar. So I was like, well, I got to go to the bowling alley and hit on the, the all the pretty girls. And then it's like, I wasn't, because like people are bowling and you can walk around. Like I didn't even have to bowl. I can just talk with people. Like I, I'm a very social person. I don't know if you guys know these things or not, but um, I don't, like I wasn't, I didn't know how to bowl. But I liked the bowling alley. I liked the people like the chair like like we can bring all of us there and not spend money and just hang out and do what we were doing at the pool hall 
Um, I get super interested in it. And then I was like, I want to get a job at a bowling alley. So I talked to Dennis and Dennis was like, nope, you got to be 18. So I'm like, all right, well, for the next year, I'm just going to sit here and just bother everybody. Uh, I turn 18. On my birthday-ish, I'm like, hey, Dennis, I'm 18. Are you hiring? Um, for the sake of this story, yes, I was hired pretty close to uh, April uh, of my 18th birthday. And working there, being social, um, when you work in a bowling alley, right, you have the, um, like, I, was, I started off in the snack bar. So it's like me and one other guy. But then, like, I, but I'm in charge of all the food. Like, like you have to come to, like, I don't, it was weird. Like, I had this like, weird power trip. Like, I don't know. I just enjoyed working there. Um, I started bowling. And then I found out that I'm left-handed. And that left-handers are really good at bowling. Plus, I have, like, a natural God-given talent for bowling. Um, so I got onto a league, I got a ball, then I got into a second league, um, broke up with one girlfriend, found another girlfriend, started bowling more. Um, I did that, uh, I got fired and then I went back and I got fired again. And even though I was fired, I still went back and bowled. Um, 2006, 2007-ish, um, like I was, I was, let's go even further back, like 2004, 2005. If I wasn't at school, I was at the bowling alley. And that is almost no joke. Um, this would have been after high school. If I wasn't working, I was hanging out. If I wasn't hanging out, I was bowling. Um, I lived with some people that worked at the bowling alley. So at the end of the night, when they got off work, I would just go home with them. And then when they got up in the morning to go to work, I'd get up and go with them. I would spend, no joke, 18 or more hours a day in the bowling alley. Um, 2005, 2006, um, I reached my peak. Um, I was unemployed at the time because I got fired from the bowling alley. But I was bowling five leagues a week at like, $17 each. Um, and then I realized I have a gambling problem. Um, I've always known I had a gambling problem, but like I was really good at bowling. Um, I was always there. I knew everybody. So I knew how to like hustle my way into talking, you know, the dewberries to, to bowl for money. And then it's like, I bet I can bowl better than you. And then it's at the end of the league. It's like, let's bowl some more games. Let's throw a bunch of money in the pot and let's just keep bowling. And I would be now bowling three hours past the, uh, they closed. So now I'm there for, instead of 18 hours, I'm there for like 22 hours a day. I literally did everything bowling. Um, I did have the house. No, I didn't have the house. When did I get the house? Oh, four. Oh, shit, I did have the house. Man, I bowled a lot. Yeah, I bowled a lot because before 04, I was working. After 04, yeah, and I, I got fired in 04. But, oh, yeah, 05, 06, 07. I am bowling like a crazy person. Um, still, I, I'm still not driving at that point. I have a locker. Um, I keep my things there. I, From where I live, I'm literally seven-minute walk to the bowling alley. So I always kept myself very, very close to all the things that I like. 
Um, but yeah, I was gambling like a crazy person. Like um, I would go to work uh, at my, where I'm currently at now. I'd go to work, and then I'd go bowl. And then I would play for money. And I was playing for lots of money. And then I was winning lots of money. Um, yes, I was good. But then I was also realized like I'm a huge hustler. So not like cheating, cheating, but I knew how to give myself an advantage over the right handers and I knew which lanes kind of like rolled a little bit more fucked up. So yeah. So um huge like I don't know. So yeah, I'm a junkie. I was doing everything bowling. Um after bowling, I got away from bowling. I got out of bowling because I was like, I'm gonna go back to school. And that was the stupidest thing I've ever done. Um so they asked me what I was trying to uh what I was going to school for. I'm like it was it was so dumb. Um because then I, I started going to school, I stopped bowling, and then I just stopped bowling. I just stopped bowling in 2008. Like, I was bowling the best I've ever bowled in 2007, 2008, and then I just give it all away just to go take some weird, stupid classes at um, two different community colleges. Um, after I get out, out of that, I get into poker because um, it's easier to gamble with cards than it is throwing a 16-pound ball all day. Now we're now I'm playing I'm playing poker. I got house games in the garage, um, running, like, no joke, like eight, nine, ten hours a day. I got I got my little crew of like four guys, and we're just inviting people in, and we're just playing cards all the time, um, just hustling the, everybody for it, and just hanging out. Like it was it was just it was a it was probably one of my favorite times to be honest with you. But it was just me and the boys hanging out in the garage, no one allowed in the house. But I was gambling like a crazy person. I was always playing cards. Um, I would even go to the casino. And I'd go to the casino. And I would play. Like, I, like Ian wanted to go. And he's like, yeah, let's go for like a couple of hours. And then it turned into like 6, 7, 12, 15 hours. We had the Super Bowl up here. And I stayed at the casino playing poker for 36 hours i was there like 12 hours before the game and i was there for like 12 uh like 20 hours after the game ended um realized that so like i was playing poker but then i was like oh let me play some blackjack and then i just lose all my money in blackjack um so it was poker then into gambling right so um and then like here's how you know you have a problem okay i've gone to a couple of meetings because i there was a moment where i'm like it's pretty bad but not like i'm selling the house or stealing from people yet but i'm like i can feel like the idea that i can lose three grand and like and then somehow just not care like like this starts to worry me to be like you just lost three grand and you just don't care like I will go to a fast food place and not upsize for 49 cents, but I will somehow justify going to the casino, pulling out three grand. I like, I saw $125 service charges from an ATM. Like what, like it's crazy. Um, so yeah, I went to a couple meetings and realized like I should probably slow down. But before I slowed down, I was like, okay, here's, I, I want to say a rock bottom, but this is like how dumb, like, I look back at it now. Um, I burned, 
every spreadsheet that I had. Um, I thought I could break roulette. There was like a six, nine, almost like it was like a six and nine month time where I was like, I I can break roulette. I I can figure it out. So uh, anybody knows roulette, it's the the wheel. You spin the ball on the wheel, and it falls into one of thirty eight possible numbers. And then on the board, you get to bet on which number you think it's going to be. Right? Um, roulette. The best thing roulette or the casinos have ever done in roulette was they put up that board next to the table that says um, you know, that tracks all the numbers, right? So I'm, I'm I think I'm right. I think I'm Rain Man, and I look at the board. I'm like, oh, look at all that red. The next one's gonna be black. Look at all the evens. The next one's gonna be odd. Um, I look at it and I'm like, uh. Three likes to hit three, like like three hits and then three hits again. So like three likes to double up. Um, twenty three likes twenty four. So I, I would I would find these weird combinations that make no sense. Like so much. Okay, so here's here, again. Here's how you know it, it's a problem. Like you can sit down, look at the board, and just maybe this in your mind, like come up with like a strategy. I would get off work, go to the casino like two hours, knowing that I had to go to work in three hours, right? And then on days off, I would go and spend like six, five, six hours at the, right? My, I was so bad that I would have, I'd have pen and paper and I would sit there at the roulette table, the same one, and I would write down every number that hit. And then at the end of the day, I would go, I'd go home and I'd go to work and I would look at all these numbers, like hundreds, hundreds and thousands of numbers over like six months. I wrote down every number. So I would know, so like spreadsheets, spreadsheets, like a crazy person. Like um, I'm tracking uh, every time 10 hits. What's the next number? What was the next 100 numbers after 10? And then I would find all these little clusters and that would just be like, oh, oh, 10, like 17. None of it makes sense. Like, I know I'm a smart person and I'm, I love math and I understand math and I understand odds and I understand like the law of large numbers, right? That if I sit down at a table and I notice that red is hitting a lot, right? That red can continue to hit a lot because by the end of the day, it still ends up at 50-50. For whatever reason, I would look at all these numbers I would create and I would just assume that I, ah, it was so bad. I'm telling you, Matt, like hundreds, hundreds of, I'm playing roulette on the, because they don't have a live wheel. They didn't. So they have the machines, right? I'm playing three machines at like $30. Like it was the craziest thing I've ever done. Like none of it made sense. Um, And then I got to a point where I'm like, I have to walk away. I can can no longer play a hundred dollar spins chasing three likes three or 23 likes 24. Like none of it made sense. So yeah. Okay. Um, So much so that I'm gambling. Here's a random story that very few people know. We ran into a, 
poker professional. He technically won a World Series poker bracelet, but it was in one of those smaller events for like uh, high low. But he technically has a bracelet, but it was from like ten years ago. He comes into town. He he lived in Asia, mainly Cambodia, and I knew him, so I was like, "Hey, what's going on?" He's like, "I I need money. My girlfriend's girlfriend's in operation or whatever." So, um, it's Cambodia, so I'm like, uh, everybody was getting hustled. Like it was so bad. But he's like, he's like, um, I got three grand. I have to turn this three grand into ten um, in like two weeks. I see him two days later. He's got no money, and then for whatever reason, right? Because I because I stopped I stopped gambling, so I have a little bit of I have a little bit of money. So I go to I go I go to said poker pro, and I was like, I'll back you. How much money do you need? And he's like, I would like an an ungodly amount of money. I said, here you go. Take the money, and we'll split the wins. Um. For a year and a half, he had ungodly amounts of money. And he was just up and down, up and down. He's flying back to Cambodia. And I like, like, here's how you know, like, it's a problem is like, I just, I, like, he had monies, right? And like, I'm like, yeah, fly back to Cambodia. Just let me know when you get back and let me know if you win anything while you're over there. Like, like, who does that? Like, it's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Like, ugh. Happy ending. He did eventually come back after, like, a, literally a year and a half. This guy had, like, ungodly amounts. Like, oh, I can't, I don't, I can't, I can't say it. It's bad. It's, that's a lot. Um, he ended up cashing me out. I ended up making, like, twice what I gave him. So, uh, like, like, I don't know. Like, how dumb is that? So, yeah, this old man's kind of a junkie. He has a gambling problem. He I have a, a very addictive personality. So I like something I find I, I think I'm good at it and or I, I see the numbers and I just assume I can figure out. Oh, it's so dumb. Like, I think I'm the smartest person in the room, knowing that I'm not the smartest person in the room. But if there's any, like, like, like I play games with, like, like and I'm like, oh, I know how to play this game. Like I know game theory, I know how to, I know how to play this game. I watch it online, and then I play people who've never played the game before, and they and I lose all the time. And it's oh, it's dumb. Um, somewhere in there, I got addicted to piercings. Um, I was getting I was I was getting pierced every other like probably every three weeks. Um, out of Two houses ago, three houses ago, down the street, around the corner, girl we went to school with. Somehow I found out that my friend Brian was cousins, and now we're all hanging out. And then at some point, I, like years later, I realized that she's she's a piercer, so I go to her place. She ends up like, yeah, so I had a piercing problem for a little while. Like, I was just like, whatever. Um, I like piercings better than tattoos, but... Um, yeah, I was getting, uh, Nikki and I would get our, we'd gauge our ears. Um, we hate gauging, but it's so much fun to gauge. It hurts. Um, but there was a small period, uh, probably about two years. I got really big into like piercings so much. So, Hey, 
here's how here's how like, like oh my god like it's so crazy like sure get your ears pierced get the back of your neck pierced get your tongue pierced right that's all normal stuff but i have to take it to an extreme right no joke highly considered for like a month like legit like i'm researching it right i considered like like almost did it suspension right so any of you guys who don't know what suspension is where they take those large meat hooks and then they they put them under like your shoulder blades or like in the meat of your back and then you just hang like how like like it's so weird like talking about it out loud like i know all these things and like i've talked about them on, you know it's always fun and, and funny games but to actually sit and reflect and kind of just like slowly kind of talk, like i don't i don't understand like i give a guy an ungodly amount of money and i just let him walk away and then hope that he comes back and i and like like i barely know the guy and then like oh i'm gonna get my ears pierced like what are we gonna do next week oh let's just start hanging from me hooks like it's the like it's the weirdest thing, but yeah, I considered doing suspension, um, behind the shoulder blades uh, most likely. So you get the two big meat hooks, and then um, they're attached to chains, and they attach to like a pulley system, a big long bar, and then someone just pulls, and they I, I would just, and then you swing. That's all you do. There's nothing I, like none of it makes sense, people. Like I don't I don't understand. Um, Oh, man, none of it makes sense. Like, like podcasting at least makes sense to me. Like I'm producing something. Like I'm being creative. I'm inviting others into it. But can you imagine to be like, hey guys, um, mom, grandma, Rhiannon, Nikki, um, I have a show next week. You guys want to come like to some weird dark dungeon warehouse and watch me hang for meat hooks from my back? Like how dumb is that? Like, good Lord. Um, what else did I do? Trading card game? Liam got to a point where he's like, I want to learn how to play a trading card game. Or, you know, he's like, I want to start collecting them. I said, okay, we can collect if we learn how to play. And I bought, I bought, I bought cards all the time. Me and him, we would go to tournaments and we would play in the house and we'd build decks. And for like three months, I'm just buying every Pokemon card I can find. Um, there's an online version. So these are all physical cards. There's an online um same Pokemon trading card game, but this Pokemon trading card game online. So where do you get the cards online? Every time you open a pack, there's a little card yeah, that gives you like a free pack in game, right? I don't like buying packs because I used to play Magic the Gathering and I don't like buying packs. It's a huge, it's, it's a shit show. So you just research what card you want and then you just go buy the cards that you want individually as singles. But because most people didn't play Pokemon trading card game online, they would open these packs, they would get the QR code card, and then you sell them online. I have them, I have, I have thousands of these cards that just have a QR code on them. And I would buy them for me and Liam. They're like, like 15 cents a piece. And I would, like every other week, I'm like, hey, Liam, let's play some trading card game online. He's like, okay. And I'm like, hold on, let me just go online, eBay. How many do you want? Let's just let's buy a hundred dollars real quick worth. 
15 cents a piece. Like, I don't like I, you do that. Like, give me, oh. So we had, we had the physical cards and we're buying them. And I got to get the pretty ones that are foil and that they're rare. Um, Liam, I had to build him a deck because I, he can't play my deck. So I have to build him it's the same deck. So we had the physical collection, but then my online collection rivals my physical collection. Like my online collection is better than my physical collection. Um, and like, there's guys online that would sell entire decks. Like I fell hard for like four months in the trading card game. I learned to slow down because I had all the cards. Like I had it all. So I didn't need to buy anymore. But I was playing all the time. Um, Liam and I would play the card game here. He would be playing a, a game and I'd be on the tablet and I would just keep playing. Like none of it makes sense. I was playing like 30 or 40 games a day. Like, oh, I don't know. So I did trading card game for a little bit. Um, I think last, the most recent one was Pokemon Go. Um, we talked about it with Courtney. Um, we talked a, bit, a little bit about it with Liam. Anybody who knows me knows that I always have Pokemon Go going. Um, I play like the, the stupidest stuff. Like I, I play all the time. So much so, right? So I'm playing Pokemon Go. Early on, I was like, okay, I'm learning how to play. So I'm like, all right, I got one phone. There's a Pokemon over there. I have to walk over there and I have to catch the Pokemon. And then it's like, then I was like, they're like, hey, there, there are raids. So you guys, he's like, you bet, go to a park. And you'll see people hanging out in the middle of the, in the, in the middle of the field because there's a gym there and there's a raid. And then you, you need a group of people to be a raid. So I was like, okay. So, and then all the best Pokemon are in raids. So I was like, I need to start chasing these raids. So I get off work and I drive by the park at like seven o'clock in the morning. Nobody's playing at seven o'clock in the morning, especially on like a random Tuesday or Wednesday. But you need like three or four people to do some of these raids. Okay. So let's take a second. Let's think about it. I lived in a bowling alley. I write down tens of thousands of numbers to try to predict roulette. I give some random guy thousands of dollars for I, I don't know why um i consider meat hooks in your back for suspension so if so what does ben do for pokemon go i guess we gotta buy more phones no joke um i carry two phones on me at all times i have my regular phone and i have a steve dave phone the name on it is steve dave uh, shout out, Tessie. Um All the time, I have two phones on me. So it got to a point where I'm like, I guess I can just create a second account. And I have an extra phone. I put two accounts, now I have two accounts. So now if I go to a raid, I have two accounts. I just need one or two more people. And what happens is, I have, like, you need both like if you want to raid like the account needs to be good so i end up having to play just as much on steve dave what took most people two years to reach level 40 in pokemon go i achieved in a hundred in, in 120 days steve dave reached level 40 in 168 days 
like what am I like what's what's I but then it gets to the point where it's like I, I don't have like I have two phones. It then turns into what if I had more phones? How many phones can Ben possibly play at one time? We found that I can play five Pokemon Go phones at one time. I had to buy a laptop, uh, laptop tray. And so that they can hold all the phones. And then and if you ever play Pokemon Go, right? If you do a raid, you have to tap, you have to tap the middle of the screen, the bottom middle to, to tap for your attack, right? So you have five phones spread out across uh, a laptop tray. How does one tap the middle of five different screens? Well, what you do is the two best accounts. So Loveless Steve Dave on the laptop tray is on the left hand. And you do the middle finger and your thumb. So they're, they're laying flat on the thing. And then when you need to tap, you just middle finger. And then your thumb reaches all the way over to get the, the second phone. But what do you do with the other three? So you realize that if they're all laying on a laptop tray, that they're all the three buttons that I need to hit with my right hand or in a straight line. But if you look at your hand, your hand isn't in a straight line, right? So there's no way easily to, to tap. But because I'm a genius, what you realize is on your right hand, phone three is regular. Phone four, you turn upside down and you slide it up a little bit on your laptop tray. And then the fifth phone on your right hand, you push up on the on the laptop tray, but not all the way up. So it's all the way down, upside down, all the way to the top, upside down, halfway up. And what you learn is, if, and this is why you guys need the live stream, right? But what you end up learning is your thumb can hit the bottom of the laptop tray. The middle finger can hit the toppest one, but because it's it, it's upside down, like it, it, it just works better. I tell you, it's the dumbest thing in the world. So what happens is when you realize that you can do a raid with five people, I have five phones. I'm doing raids now by myself. Like I'm going to parks and people are like, Ben, help us out. We think we have enough. And I said, like as cocky as I can be, don't worry about it, guys. I got five phones and I can I can solo raid anything I want in this stupid game. Like, uh, yeah. So, and then I'm like, uh, like, you have to catch Pokemon to make those phones, those accounts better. So now I'm buying clicky watches that auto catch Pokemon, auto spin them. So I go to work and there's a Pokestop right here. So I just leave them in my backpack and I just turn all the button, the watch buttons on, and they're all catching Pokemon by themselves. And like, and like, okay. Now all these extra funds I have. I don't pay for service. I, I Bluetooth. I, I literally hotspot my phone. I have two. I, I pay for two phones. Steve Dave is a very small, like, it's like fifteen dollars. I think 
just so that way, if I'm out driving around, I don't, because I can hotspot four phones on Loveless. But what starts to happen is it gets really slow. So you get Steve Dave, he hotspots. Now Steve Dave's hotspots phones five, and then Loveless hotspots phones three and four. Like it's the dumbest thing in the world. Like so much like I, I, I like one, I can come up with these solutions. Like I'm a, that's why I'm a, I'm a genius, right? It's like, but like I'm a genius on like how to be like a worser person in life because like all I do is lay Pokemon Go. So yeah, there was a huge chunk of time where that's all I did. Liam, um, he, he liked it. Um, he would ride around with me. And then, but he got to a point where that's all I did. And he was just like, I'm burned out of Pokemon Go. And I'm like, there, but there's so much. So um, he stopped playing. Um, we had one of the web comics where I'd have to be like, Liam, I'll buy you ice cream if you just go to the park with me real quick so I could try to chase this stupid Pokemon. Um, I can acknowledge that Pokemon Go took over like my life, but no, there nothing good came out of it. It was just me, like, like I didn't go, like I don't, I, like if I had a day off, I don't go to the movies because I gotta catch Pokemon. Like it was, it was weird. Um, I go, I go to mom's for, and I always had two phones out, and I'm like, it's it was the weirdest thing. Like I get that Pokemon Go was like all consuming, and like I give like the like the the Gen Zs and the millennials like. I give them a hard time because like all you want to do is your head in your phones, but like that's all I did for like three years. Was my head was in five phones and just tapping away like like a crazy person. I don't understand it. Um, I don't play. I, I still play Pokemon Go. I don't play as much as I used to. I have spreadsheets from when I was playing Pokemon Go in my in my heyday. Like I was tracking how many Pokemon I was catching, like daily, like every day for like three months. I wrote down every like how many pokemon i had how many eggs that i hatch how much experience points did i like it was like it was dumb and then none of those numbers mean anything to anybody but because like i'm a i'm like a junkie right and i, I like i need to analyze numbers to make sure that i am catching more pokemon today than i did yesterday and if i wasn't i have to do twice as much the next day like it was so it's it's dumb um I'm at like an hour 20. Do we know how long um, I went on the, the pre-show? Because I have to convert this to the Monday episode, but it gets really weird right around like an hour 40. Like it's almost impossible for me to convert it. So um, I'm almost, I mean, I'm done. I mean, we're at current day. Um, we're at podcasting. Podcasting versus Pokemon Go. One was an obsession, one is a passion. And I, and I don't know, uh, and like, I'm not trying to defend it, but just, just what the episode is, is letting you guys all into to the thought process here a little bit, is Pokemon Go, gambling, piercings, like it's all like just writing down thousands of poke, of roulette numbers. Like it's a, it's an obsession. And Pokemon Go was an obsession. Like I had to catch like every every week there's a different event there's a special pokemon this week that says um it's it's earth day so there's three new pokemon that are going to be shiny so i'd have to so i would spend 
hours. I'd go on breaks and I would walk around the park um, and I would chase all of these weird new shiny Pokemon that are still shiny after the week. But because I had to be the first person to get the first shiny all the time on all the accounts. Um, and then so much so, right? Because like a lot of people have multiple accounts. I never traded across my accounts. I refused to, like for whatever, like somehow I have these like weird moral high grounds that I would stand where I'm like, yeah, I have multiple accounts, but I don't trade across them. Nobody would notice, nobody would care if I did. But for whatever reason, like, I justify that I'm not a junkie because I, I have this word moral high ground. It's like gambling. Like, I didn't think I had a problem because I made sure that the kids are fed, the house is paid off. I don't eat. Like, I go all the time without eating because if I if I went out to eat every day, that's what, 10 bucks? And if I wait until the end, like, that's an extra $70. That's two more bets that I can make. But I made sure so I could justify spending and losing money because the house is paid off and everybody's fed. I have gas. Like, it's, I don't know. And it's weird. I mean, I did it like all the time over the years. Bowling was a little bit different because bowling, um, I looked at it as more of a, like a way of life because I didn't have a job. So I needed to learn how to hustle people. There's a certain level of skill in bowling. Um, like I said, there's uh, also a certain level of hustle that I had. Um, you think about a, a league, league night, right? You, you're, you have 10 people on the lanes. There's an oil, you know, there's a science, right? There's oil on the lanes that make the ball do what you want it to do. So you have 10 people on a lane. Nine of them are right-handed. You bowl three games each, 10 frames each. That's 300 balls thrown on the right side on each lane. So at the end of the night, I ask people, do you want to bet, you want to bowl for money? The hustler says they cannot bowl on a burned up trashy lane. There's 400 balls thrown on that lane. Your ball's not going to do what you think it's going to do. But because I'm left-handed and nobody else is left-handed, I have 12 balls. I have 50 balls thrown on my side. So my, my ball plays the same on every lane I go to because there's no like there's no oil disruption. Like, so that's where the hustle is, right? And at the same time, I'm 23, 24, 25. Like I'm in my prime. Like I'm a I'm a punk kid. I I stay up late, I drink, and I just party. That's all I do, and I bowl. And all these guys who wait until nine o'clock to bowl with me and I keep them there until midnight. They're 40, 50. They're they're like they're tired. They can't throw more than four games at a a day. So I just keep them there all night until they get tired. And then I just talk a bunch of shit. And then they get like, oh I can't let Ben talk shit. Like I can't let this punk kid like talk down to me. I have to play a game. Like then it's like they got this like it's it's weird. Like I have opportunities where I can I can hustle and I'm smart and I create like these circumstances in which I have a, a certain competitive edge. Um, Pokemon Go. I have a competitive edge because I have multiple phones. But then it's when it goes over the top and it's I don't want to interact with people anymore, or 
I don't sleep or I don't eat because I'm playing with five phones. Podcasting, yes, takes up a lot of my uh, my creative juices. Uh, but I don't know. I, I think since last year, I've definitely made sure to focus more on, um, I, uh, I hate it, like the stupid buzzword, but the work-life balance. Like I've focused a lot on the work-life balance. Um, you know, working and not working so much. I take more, I took more time off in the last year than I've ever done. Um, like I play outside, I play with the blogs. Like I don't play as many video games. I don't, like I'm not trying to, I'm not sneaking out anymore to play Pokemon Go. There are, there are some events I go out and play Pokemon Go. Let's not get crazy, right? But like I'm not playing as nearly as much as I used to. Um, but and then, but even with the podcasting, like, do we want to talk to anybody family related? Like, can we invite somebody into the to the podcast and have a, a fun, interesting time? Great. If not, do you want do we want to record? No. Like, there, like we've seen that I do old man episodes before. I've done them by myself. Um, I've tagged in like guests to come in and help out because like there's sometimes we're just, William and I just don't want a podcast on a Sunday. And it's like, cool. Um, or we have something planned, like we're gonna go to the park. Liam's gonna, like Liam wants to go to a smash room. Um, so like as soon as, you know, we look up or he looks up, what the times are and how much it is we're gonna go smash shit like we might not podcast that day because we're gonna be smashing some stuff um we got the backyard so now Liam's climbing up on the like we got we got on the roof last week two weeks ago like we try to do the live stream and we're hanging out we're learning how to do stuff so like i don't know i mean i get where sometimes it seems like yes i podcast a lot but is it taking over my life like all the others? I don't think so. I think I keep it a part of my life better than all the others. Um, like I would admit that, that yes, I do think about, but at the same time, like we've had birthdays and we've had several birthdays and holidays. I didn't take all the podcast equipment over there to record those things. So like I'm still maintaining a certain level of there's a normal life and then there's this podcast life. Um, it's a lot. I mean, I mean, you guys only see me twice a week, so it might, and that like, so if you only see me twice a week on Mondays and Saturdays, twice on Mondays, you're like, yeah, Ben does talk about podcasting a lot. I mean, we had episodes where all I did was talk about the business of podcasting, and it's like, yeah, it, you know, there are certain, I don't know, I guess there's certain views in which it does look like, yes, I do talk about it a lot, but I don't know. I think it's, I think it's a better um, addiction than, than the others in the past. Um, I do enjoy doing things that are creative and I do enjoy um, just coming up with different fun ideas. Like I got Sarah, right. You know, drawing again, you know, she took a small break. She was like, eh, what do I draw? I'm like, draw some gnomes. Um, the podcast got JJ telling stories and now we're expanding, you know, the Yellowstone story. So I don't know. It's a lot. It's not, as, but it's not as selfish. Like, does that make sense? Like, can I just like, I'm, I, I take that back. I'm not trying to justify it. Um, but, but yeah, no, it's, it's, 
this stuff that I'm, I I think, you know, from time to time is like, do I need to take a step back? Probably. No, I take it back. I won't talk about it as much and or bring it up as much, but yeah, like, fuck me if I see a book and I'm like, I can make that book. <laughs> um, or I watch a YouTube video and be like, I could do that. Um, and, you know, shoot me for looking at something and being like, I'm going to write a couple of like ideas and thoughts behind it. But um, I don't know. I do podcasts a lot. Um, it, it, it's important to me. Um, it's probably the one, the most passionate things I've done, God, in, in ever, if not in most recent time. It's a memory. It's a it's a time capsule. It like it seems like it's a lot now, and it's fun right now. But the my biggest like the biggest takeaway from doing all the podcasts and doing all the weird stuff that I do is five, 10, 15 years from now when Liam and Sophie like stumble upon these podcasts. Like Sophie, like when she's 12 and she goes back and like, so what, nine years from now, she goes back and, and listens to year one stuff. Like, that's why I'm doing the pod. Like, that's part of the reason why I want to do the podcast is like, um, just these random memories that we can now, because I like, um, like I have memories, but like already this year, Liam, Sophie, JJ, they will have more memories recorded that they can go back to than I have with my dad. Like, so like part of it's like, like, I don't know. I like the idea that they will eventually find it and I'm not saying they're going to listen to all of it, by all means. Like, there's no way somebody listens to all <laughs> the whole back catalog. But I don't know. There's a, like, uh, I don't know. How old are you? How old are you when you start having like your first identity crisis, right? Like in your teens, like 13, 14, 15, 16. And you're like, what am I? Who am I? And then you're like, well, what did mom look like? What did dad look like? Oh my God. Dad wore orange shirts swore all the time and played Pokemon Go like a crazy person and created some of the weirdest most in, like like wooden tokens like who make like I get that I got a wooden token for Christmas from Sandy so there's clearly a market there but to go to an extreme would be like let me just order 50 of these things <laughs> and they make eight copies and they make eight different versions of them uh, I don't know um I'm enjoying the podcast. I would again. I, I'm not. I'm not looking for like. Oh, you're great, Ben. Like, I know I'm great. But if at any point someone's like, you're, you're, it's too much, or back off, or you know, just we've heard enough. You know, let me know. I won't be offended. I just won't talk about it. But I will continue to be thinking about stuff. Um, because there's some really fun stuff that's coming out of it. Um, if these notebooks, you know, if I can find a way to keep these notebooks at a reasonable cost, 
like JJ, we take JJ's story and we turn that into an audiobook. And now it's like, maybe we charge you, start charging you guys like a dollar an episode for JJ. And if the notebooks make two or three dollars per notebook, I don't need the money. I don't, I don't need three dollars. College funds, um, vacations, like, um, you know, clearly I'm not doing this for the money. Like, there's no cash grab here. Um, uh, the main purpose of it is to try and connect and relate and just have fun with with family. Um, And then the secondary part of that is I love the way I feel when I'm being creative. So um, I can be overwhelming at times. I 100% agree with that. Chris still has no website. He's still slowly planning and plotting his his business. Where I am like, let's just let's just just do it. Like we'll figure it out as we go, and let's have a good time figuring it out. Like I have the website already. Like all the stuff that we've done already. Most people don't have this far. Like seven months in, most people don't have what we have. But like, I'm not one for a big like a plot and schemer. No, I like I do plot and scheme, but for other reasons. Um, but I don't know. Being creative, I enjoy the way that I feel, and I will enjoy what I do. And for the most part, I think most of you guys enjoy hanging out with me twice a week on the live stream, listening to the podcast episodes. And then uh, I think there's a certain level of the intrigue of like, what can you do next? Next, nobody would have thought that uh, when we did the open house in July. No, July, August. If we were like, yeah, we're going to get three random TV celebrities to do a podcast, I don't think anybody would have believed us. Um, but it's only with those weird, crazy ideas do you get opportunities like that. And it's like what Lamb said, uh, episode one. Um, you got to take your shots when you get when you get them. So I will do what I can and just have some fun with it. That's uh, nothing else I got. Hour 30. Twice as long as I thought it was going to be. I didn't realize I was going to go deep dive on some of these fucking addictions, dude. Um, for funs and giggles in the comments, tell me which addiction you liked uh, surprised you the most. Um, what, yeah, what problem or addiction surprised you the most? Which one do you think I should go back to? If, if like if I had to go back to one of them, which one would you like me to talk about on the podcast? So it's like, oh, Ben is being creative and he's also doing one of these other things it'd be suspension i know it i'd still think about it i do suspension um oh well i appreciate everybody for hanging out and enjoying me on this ride man uh so we'll see you guys let me say next week i'll see you guys on monday um this episode will drop at one o'clock in the morning so i'll see you guys in 11 hours if you guys are listening to this on the podcast um stay amazing have a good night whimsy